coming to you from McCracken County High School, episode 30, the finale of the main report. I'm Brendan Evers, alongside my twin Jameson Evers, and we're pleased to welcome to the show the two people who helped make the show happen in its entirety and helped us get it on the radio. Mark Madison, Christy Griffith, uh, both media arts. I, I don't know if I'd consider well, Mark is we'll consider Miss Griffith is the teacher here. And Mark is I just go to him with for wisdom. I don't <laughs> so know. Mark, so Mark's some <laughs> random guy is pretty much what you well, made okay, the description out. Teacher to is not technically so like, your job description, right? So I'm like Obi-Wan just walking around in the desert for you. <laughs> yes. I mean, what is, I mean. What is my job title? Yeah, is what, what is okay. your job title? I've asked so, you this before and you've, you yeah. can't ever you really tell me. You clearly didn't care as much because so, <laughs> you don't know. So I started, um, I was an English teacher for around 10 years at Heath High School. Uh, after that, we started kind of um, going to the one-to-one program and we started with Apple and doing all this. And so we started using people as we're now called digital learning coaches we've been called three different things in the past two years but anyway we worked with teachers um in their classrooms implementing technology into the classroom and so um i did that for quite some time and then the new school was being built and so i kind of got into i was asked to come in on the media side and develop kind of a program and um you know, kind of implement this is one of the one of the key things in the new school. So that's how I kind of came to be at that. But I'm still technically, yes, I'm McCracken County District um, Digital Learning Coach. And Miss Griffith, this is your fourth year uh, in your current position. Um, it is. Now, I kind of just thought of it today as, you know, we were wrapping things up with Mustang TV for the first time, but Jameson and I are technically in the class of your first seniors, like that you've seen go all the way through uh, high school. So um, we'll start with, you know, kind of where you began. Um, what has changed in the program since you started? Oh, geez. And, Everything. and are question. you happy to see us leave? I'll, I'll, I'll Broad question. Ready? Go. Um, so I was... First of all, I worked at WPSD before here for about five, six years, um, other TV stations across the country before that in Mississippi and Texas. But um, so I got this job and I walked in over the summer. Um, I had met Mark at my interview, but I didn't really know Mark at that point. And I walked in. Hauser actually gave me a tour. And he was like, hey, I'm going to show you your classroom in the lab and playing up that I have two rooms and like all this stuff that's in there and I walked in and there was in two empty spaces in the lab and like four computers four or five computers probably um this room was completely empty yeah this was a closet the room we're recording in right it was a closet but there was nothing in it like there was nothing even like stored in here like it was empty it's just an empty space and wow. everything is a dust collector. Actually. All the tricaster stuff, all that stuff was there. And then the storage room was pretty full. I mean, not at all what it is now, but I mean, that was pretty full. Um, but then the other side of the lab, so the lab where the computer lab is now probably had four or five computers in it. Um, the other side where the studio setup is maybe had one or two computers, like on top of like student desks. Oh, and that was it was it. like the. The triangle desks, which I we've talked yeah. about on the podcast, why those are the stupidest I don't even things. think there were tables in there. 
Oh, like the regular triangle yeah. student desks. We have. Ooh. And he said the look on my face was like, uh. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> how am I supposed to teach? What am I supposed to be doing with four computers yeah. total? And I think by the time that we really started talking, so we started talking at, I had to go to Louisville for our career technology education summer conference kind of thing stuff and start my, because I did not go to school for teaching um, and got alt certified and all this different stuff, I had to go to a program called the New Teacher Institute. It's basically f- to teach us how to teach while we're teaching. It was terrible. Um Wow. And they were telling me, okay, you've got to do all this stuff with Adobe. And I think that might have been the first time I ever texted you. And I was like, then we started a Final Cut Pro Adobe fight, our first conversation, I think. What? Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't heard about this one because I'll ask uh, Mark, how do you, or I've, I think I made the mistake in like sophomore year. I'm like, how do I do this and or export this out of Premiere like this? And he's like, I don't know anything about Premiere. He's like, I use Final Cut. I do. I I grew up. I grew up with Apple, and Final Cut was just the software to use. And we got into a fight because side by side, Final Cut is better than Premiere. It's just simple. Sure. It sounds like fists were thrown. I can't. I, well, I can't argue for either one because I've never used Final Cut. I have never used Final Cut. Coming from news, no one uses Final Cut. It's all. I've used Adobe. I've used Edius. I've used like two other ones that I don't remember their names. Sony but Vega. Ooh. No, I've never used Vega. <laughs> I'm speaking non-James. That, that was a joke. When I started, like when people. I started learning how to edit at the TV station, when they finally started deciding that producers should know how to edit, um, it was on Premiere. That's because they're a Windows based typically. Yeah. So everything is Windows. On your other side, when you're doing media and any type of like short film or brought you know any of that's going to be a mac and so final cut's what you grow up with so side by side premiere and final cut i think final cut's better the and i'll give adobe this when you add after effects to premiere it definitely becomes a superior program next to final cut for sure but yeah, it's it's a long-standing battle. I'm the I'm the only one left. We had some kids that were um, last up. year. Yeah, Cade some, was the last one. Yeah, yeah he was well, the last one student with um, Final Cut, and now I'm the only one left. Well, on, on the uh, you know this computer that's in front of me, there was Final Cut on it, and I at one point was like, you know what, I'm going to try to patronize Mark's Mark here, and I opened up Final Cut just to do a simple thing, and I'm like, how do you how do I import? I had no idea. So. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure that out. I had to watch a YouTube video to figure out how to import into Final Cut. It looks so different. But, yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, okay, let me just use Premiere. That's what I know how. So we definitely got sidetracked yeah. there. But yeah. by the time... but by Yeah, the, that, was, that was before you had even, like, graduated the new teacher Well, Institute. that was July, and my first day was August with everybody else. So, um, and then by the time I walked in with August... I don't know what happened. He worked his magic that he always does. And like we had the full set of computers for the lab, like before I walked in the door. So did the look on your face? No, it was a few weeks into the school year. It was a few weeks into the school year. And then you, we had the full lab. Yeah, you didn't know they were coming though. No, I had no idea. She just showed up one morning and the lab was installed. Yeah. Like, wow, that, like, I didn't expect that. So did you, you were like the, uh, 
the, on those renovation shows when you you make something just completely change overnight and all of a sudden it, this empty room with like five computers was now a fully stocked lab she didn't have the move that bus chant though before no, that. no there was no move that bus it was just kind of like oh they're, they're there now. now okay oh I, that was her introduction to how things magically appear sometimes here yeah. okay so whenever you walk in and you you know you start the job um i'm sure teaching high schoolers was a completely different experience to what you were expecting <laughs> uh yeah a little bit um in what I think- way what were you expecting then? I think that's the problem is that I didn't really know what to expect. And the that weekend that I went through teaching school in a weekend when most people have, what, like two years um, of like teaching classes, um, they scared me a lot and was like, basically, we had a four hour, five hour thing on this is how you get fired teaching high schoolers. Uh, <laughs> that is everything you were going to do. probably, And like it's that. pretty much everything I still do sometimes. <laughs> Um, don't know if we should have said that. Don't know that I'd really add some addendum to what you just said because some of those you definitely don't want to keep doing. Um, yeah. Um, but no, like, I think it took me my first class, my first classes, my intro classes were all filled with seniors, and those seniors had a bet on when I would quit, they had a pool on when I would quit, like the day I would quit. Um, about, did I last four or five months before having a complete breakdown? Well, okay, so when she comes in, <laughs> like I said, being a teacher for almost 10 years, I gave her the speech probably the second day. I'm like, listen, you got about a two-week, you got a two-week experience. Somewhere within those two weeks, you're going to have your first kind of like, I can't do this, mini meltdown. Everybody, every teacher has it. So what did I get myself into? First, yes, like, first, yeah. first two weeks, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm going to do. I took the wrong job. I don't know why I did this. And it's like every teacher has it from one to two weeks. You're going to have it. So about six, seven days in, it I walked wasn't in. that quick. It was not okay. No, within it was the, about within a two month. weeks, I don't it wasn't know, two but, weeks. It was about a month. Regardless, one day I walked into You her. started at four months, and now we're down to a month. So it's somewhere <laughs> in there. <laughs> so it's probably between like, the it's probably like four, hours. So, <laughs> four hours. So so I walked in, and she was just at the desk. Just like, she was trying to hold it back, man, but she just couldn't do it. She started crying. I was like, okay, we got it over with. Now let's get going. And so, yeah. And then, the, you know, after that, though, for sure, this, is a, this can be an overwhelming program. I mean, when you really consider everything that's – and then you had teaching on to what this program is, and it, it can be completely overwhelming. Well, I can see even more now, like, how it could be overwhelming, the amount of different things that are offered, how it can be even more overwhelming, because this was pre-Mustang TV News, correct? Yeah, so we started Mustang TV News. I had the studio directing class, and um, then there was no prerequisites on any of my classes. Like people just took whatever they wanted to take. And there was probably about five or six people at that point that had gone actually through what I would consider a pathway. Um, and were like the people in the media club and doing football games and all that kind of stuff. Um, but so I, it was a bunch of seniors, um, but they were good seniors like Trevor Massa, Ian Pitt, um, those are the one, two, two off the top of my head. Um, Sophie, um, and I yeah, threw Sophie it. Grogan, yeah. Sophie Grogan. So I threw it on them the week before Christmas, and I was like, "Hey, when y'all come back, you are doing a newscast." 
And they were like, what? Oh, I do remember. It just abruptly started now. <laughs> it, so, came out of, it came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I just um, remember one day a teacher played it in the middle of class. I was like, yeah. how long has this been going on? They're like, oh, this is the first one. I was like, Hang oh. On, that was... Uh, was that freshman year? It was it after was, Christmas, it our freshman, freshman year. It freshman year, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it was Brzezinski's yeah. class, and it was like episode yep. one. Yeah. And he's like, hey, we're going to watch this. And I, I'm like, do what? I was like, we have a newscast? We do now. We do. But that, they, was... that was back whenever they were awkwardly standing, too. So oh, I remember that, I brought too. that from at WPSC. One of the main things was that you couldn't have the anchor sit for too long like they usually start sitting like but like you moved them around a thousand times and we didn't have a desk we didn't have a new set like we didn't didn't even have have lights we didn't have lights did we have we didn't even have the green wall at that point no there was no green like there was that was where the the current i I think you've told me the the tablecloth that yeah the the table table, that goes to the table was the green screen screen. yeah So I thought oh, that yeah, if they stood, I remember stood, the green screen moved in the middle of it one time. Then I was we like, could kind of, then we could have just the green screen. It wouldn't be so hard to edit, and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Not because of what the, and not because yeah. of the kids. Not to take away from me. That's I mean, just hard. I've, yeah, I've just what we were working with was very, like you said. Right now, the green screen that we used is now a tablecloth for a desk, and like you said, it. And there were times during the broadcast where the, the it would shake, it or, would shake and move, and you're like, every um, time the air would come on, the air is like right over. Top yeah, of it. I think yeah. that's probably what did it. It was like, all of a sudden, the background is like waving like a flag. Yeah, so. and in about it took about three or four weeks. I mean, the first episode is not bad; like it's pretty good. I think and, that's like a little bit whenever you know students are first starting something. Like you put so much more effort into like trying to learn something than what you would have like when you're in the middle of doing something. Yeah. That's like, true. I'm sure people put a lot more effort. It was completely new for them because you had to go like what we do in the first two weeks of school for Mustang TV, you had to do all that with them and that yeah. they had no like here here's what we did last year to look off of. So Yeah, they completely um they completely decided what it was gonna look like, um, what segments were gonna be there. I mean, Sergey Speaks comes off of something that Miles Guy was doing. Um so I mean, everything is kinda they've set the they set the tone. They I put it as a weekly because at that point it was during second period, so there's only fifty minutes during the day. Um, or what, 45 minutes during the day? Yeah, I think it was, Which yeah, I couldn't whatever. imagine that now, so, having only yeah. been in the class when it was a block class and seeing how much time it takes. So, I mean, and they were doing full-scale packages. Like, we had, I remember three, four weeks into it, there was a walkout. We had a walkout for some reason, um, protest kind of thing. And um, Sydney, who was named the news director, and I cannot remember her last name, it's like going away from me um she's at the university of louisville now i do know that she came to me and was like freaking out she's like how do i like i need to do a news story on this right and i was like i guess so (laughs) yeah i'm actually i'm starting to remember that now that you said that yeah totally forgot that but yeah she did she walked straight into the crowd i mean i think you just basically handed her a camera i handed her a camera and said go and Dude. I was like, you get what you get, I guess. And like, it had full scale shots and interviews. Like, it was yeah, written that's right. great. Like, it was really good. And it was three, four weeks after springing a newscast on them. For literally two weeks up for Christmas, I posted a sign on the door and was like, hey, if you want to like 
to anchor or report or if you don't want to ever be on camera, like, let me know. And like, didn't talk about it much. And then started a newscast like three weeks after Christmas. And Trevor and Sophie, the two of them, I think one of the, what I remember most, and I've got some pictures of that first one, but I think what I remember most is just their energy and the way they worked off of one another. It just kind of, it worked so well. Like the two of them, I don't, Sometimes I think, I mean, that first episode when you watch it, like you said, those kids are full of energy. It's new. I mean, they just did, I think they did kind of started us out on the right path and they they were very no, good. No, it was Ian Pitt. It was Ian's interviews. Ian. Yeah. And then he, so he did the Ian's interviews and then Miles did it the next year. But um, yeah, it was Ian's Miles. interviews and it was more, it was, it was the very similar to kind of. Sergey's hanging it more into like a narrative film kind of thing, but he would literally get have a question of the week and walk around school and like that all stemmed off of that. Right. And they all, like I said, you know, Sophie and Trevor, Trevor you know, basically doing anchor. And then we, we just had a lot of, we had a lot of kids that were very excited and with a lot of talent. And we've continued with, I mean, been blessed with a lot of talent coming through this school. Now we talk about the talent and then you add you know, the continuing, you know, you're continuing to upgrade the equipment that students are working off of. You know, we mentioned we didn't, there's studio lighting over there now. There's a big green wall. All that had to change at some point. And that whole advanced lab, I mean, within four years of you being here, um, we've had to work through a lot. And uh, a lot of that credit goes to Mark for kind of figuring out how to make that work. Uh, uh, I'm not going to take credit for it. I'm just going to say I was involved. You were involved in it. with making there it happen. Then. Yes, involved it was in it. A lot of support too from the administration, the district. I, I would like, say that what what we have now, um, there would be without the support from the school board and the district, and the support of the school, there is no way that we would have even 25 percent of what we do. Um, we have been, I, I just, I honestly, I'd never expected to have this kind of support from anyone and the board, uh, from superintendent down and from principal down, we've just had, they've just been one gracious, but two just generous in blessing us. And I, I think that's where most people kind of get confused. It's, it's not like we're making money off of anything we do. I mean, this stuff, we, we have to be, you know, this is given to us. So we, we really do. We have to thank our administration a lot. We would not be here. You wouldn't be sitting in this room without them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, this happened. This was being built the first time I ever took a media class sophomore year at the, well, well I guess that's almost three years ago now. Yeah, I've learned how to do things like caulk and paint and <laughs> um <laughs> Use nail things. <laughs> nail things. Nail things. That would be a hammer. I think I used a nail gun at one point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we didn't have a nail gun up here one day. Um, <laughs> nail things. I've never heard that so, one before. So the uh, the room to our right at one point was um, here. Yeah. With you with the nail gun over here. Yeah. What was it? The one day we had there was like the volleyball team was in there and it was so loud whenever we were in here. Oh, the volleyball team was watching like they previewed their. Uh, oh, it's probably their, their senior video night video. They play yeah. on the jumbotron. They were previewing it in that room to our right. Uh, 
It's another classroom, and there every time they saw a funny picture, you could hear it. It sounded like an avalanche oh, just yeah. next to us. That was during while we were recording a podcast too, and it was so loud to where we could hear it through the headphones. So we knew the microphone was picking it up. Yeah. Well, I was going to say we're lucky because that became an ISD room, and now it's um, credit recovery room. I think now. Yeah. Um. So, you know, noise is pretty much minimal nil, now. Yeah, it's not there. So we got we got it lucky on that one for sure. We tried our best, but we are two novices and soundproofed. Well, I mean, something. <laughs> you also don't have the ability to soundproof it that well with what you have. Yeah, we were going to have to. I actually asked about that, and they were going to have to come in and spray uh, foam down into this, <laughs> down into the. And through the bricks? Yep. Yeah, through that, the wall. So that, 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 that wasn't going to happen. I so it was going to soundproof it. And I don't even remember what the bill was, but I, I, and, it was. And everything wasn't happening. on the ceiling, like fire codes and all that kind of stuff. So. Well, I mean, there's there is like sound foam and stuff i don't know what is this officially called the like triangular foam pieces on the wall triangular foam, foam pieces i think would <laughs> yeah. cover They're like it. little I think if, pyramids if you amazon like wall. sound pr- wall soundproofing kind of stuff it's what comes up okay well but that's exactly almost what we did it's like, covered we pretty much it's covering the walls and it seems yeah. to do a good job it is the quietest quietest room in the building we can just say that when we're not talking and so, you know, kind of moving past that now, the program has kind of turned, you know, it turned a corner whenever whenever I even started. We weren't the media club and that kind of thing was just essentially they were just there to do replays on stuff like that. It it wasn't live streamed. That's all kind of been started since I uh, have been a part of the program. So on that aspect, there's been a lot of growth when it comes to the uh, media club. Yeah, I will say, Mark, you were in the you were like head of media club before I got here, but it was a lot of students, and they were still doing running the trackcaster right and at games. But yeah, we started live streaming my second year. I mean, that was always like a goal. Um, so we started live streaming my second year, and then now we're a whole lot more mobile. We can live stream more things. Right. I um, mean, we're being at it's to the point where people are coming to us now and asking uh, for us to live stream things. And I think that a lot of it goes, you know, there's media club. That's another thing we, we talked about, the kind of students that come out of this program. Um, that's all volunteer based. So you've it's you'll have the kids that want to participate in that kind of thing. And at McCracken, there's so many different things that are going on. So I'm sure. Um, it's been kind of proud for you and Mark to see the media club and have one or seeing kids want to get involved. That's probably the one thing. Um, the surrounding schools, their media programs have gotten um, better. They've gotten um, they're doing more as well. And that's the one thing that I get asked more often from teachers, media teachers across anyone I meet is how do I get my kids to show up? Because. I'm not offering any kind of credit. I'm not offering money. Like, I've, other schools pay their students because they can't get anybody there. Um, and thankfully, that is one thing that I've never had to worry about. I mean, I've had times where, like, nobody can work or whatever because of different things. But it's usually because there's something going on. Um, it's not because they just don't want to be here. And I still have no idea what that is. Um, you can answer that more than I can because you're one of the ones who shows up to everything. But... um 
And especially with so much going on in the school, like the fact that I can get, I could, I send a text remind today about graduation and automatically had four responses. Right. I mean, and that's the biggest event of the year too. We haven't even gotten into that. I'm kind of in denial about that event coming up. So, um, which one's that graduation or the last day of school? Both graduation and last day. So Caleb, my son, is a senior this year, and it's. I've always been in a school system, but it's been unique because when I kind of started basing myself out of here, because I was gone for, I was gone for about two years from working in education, and when I came back and kind of based myself out of here and so the school board. I was in the same school as my son as a freshman, and have been here most of the time until. Um, now and he's getting ready to graduate and it is it's difficult i mean today like you said it's uh you know tomorrow is the last day that my son is going to be in this school it's going to be going like going to the school right yeah so you know your next week you guys have got you know just your the stuff you do normally for senior week but you know this is the last time he's going to walk in the door and 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 you know and kind of pass through that gateway and then at graduation and that's I mean, that's another thing she and I have been, you know, talking about is that, you know, we're going to stream four graduations so we can do graduation in a way that we're, you know, by COVID guidelines. So one of those graduations is going to be my son. And so we we have to be, you know, instead of me thinking about streaming and and everything else, I've got to be able to just kind of take my mind off and, and watch Caleb and just see him graduate. And that's, you know, that's just the thing, though, with media is that we're able, like she said, we have the kind of caliber of kids that, you know, I can step away now and I can walk off and I can watch him and have my time to watch him and, and you know, sharing that experience. And I think that's uh, I kind of saw it in basketball season, even though I wasn't able to be completely involved with the media department. At one point, we had so many students willing and things were going well enough to where you know, we had the live stream going up in the uh, in the I call it the ceiling, I guess, that closet, up <laughs> the there. third floor, the third floor, right? Um, where the pool where is, you were, where yeah, the pool is, the pool. Yeah. The pool. I where, was I was just by the pool the entire time. <laughs> you got your lounge chair. Were you able to just step out and sit in the bleachers and just not be doing anything because high school students were running the entire operation? I felt that um, probably for the first time at Mustang Madness, the last time we had a Mustang Madness was that a year ago, two years ago now. Um, I think I took a nap. I was like up here taking a nap and you were like doing something else too. I think you were working whatever like you do at Mustang Madness. Like- but we literally had students. No, he wasn't doing audio. No, I was- We had students at every position. That's the first time we'd ever given a kid an iPad f- to run music. Um so there was literally, a, I think it was you. Did we give? No, it was Kyler, I think. No, I was running but, TriCaster for that one. Yeah, somebody was running TriCaster. A student was running music. like, And I was taking a nap. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> um, Mustang Madness is usually like, we're exhausted. It takes us like two, three weeks to recover from that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, but, other than the fact it's a recruiting violation, too. <laughs> Good point. So, but in saying that, one of the things, like I said, when they first brought me on board, I mean, they sent me to a couple of different programs in a few different states. When we went to Virginia um, to look at a program, 
when I came back and when we talked, I was like, I have one requirement for this, and that it's got to be student run. I do not want adults running all this. And so, yes, Christy and I have, have definitely in the first few years, we had to be on hand just to get kids learning and confident and those kinds of things. But, you know, like you said, it's it's been a good two years now, probably going mm-hmm. on a third that, I mean, we when we stream, you I mean, you guys see, we're just hanging out waiting. If something goes wrong, then we'll help you out. If not, we're just kind of sitting. Right. It's just there. And there are times like we're not going to, like I'm going to be running the ATEM for the switch for the live stream for graduation and stuff like that. But so there are some things that I still have to do because all of my students are graduating. Thanks, Brennan. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of seniors. Especially at graduation, there's so many seniors this year that we have. We Because of COVID, we didn't get a ton of new people in this year um, because you couldn't really... The, I had a few kids ask me to join media club just so they could get into basketball games because no students could be at basketball games for some of the year. And yeah, no, but... <laughs> um, Hard no. So with the, the amount of seniors we have, we're going to be looking a lot next year about getting new people in and training them. And so it's going to go back a little bit to us doing more than normal, but hopefully we can get them trained up and ready to go. So that means if you're an underclassman listening, join the media club (laughs) if you want to. But they need people. Well, and I think, I mean, I think you can speak to this too, is that I think a lot of times people think about media club and they're not, you know, yes, broadcasting and you're always doing this and this and this, but there's, I mean, we're a pretty tight knit group. Um, you know, there's there's a sense almost that once you've kind of been around us long enough and with the group, I mean, the involvement and kind of the I'm going to say it's almost like family. Where if something's going on, you know, students got stuff going on here, then you know we're here for them. But there really is a sense of you know accomplishment. I'm very proud. But we are kind of like a – it's like a family. And I think sometimes people think, oh, they're just you know running cameras and that's about it. But I think you know at this point there's a whole lot more than just um, putting a stream of a game up online. Well, I mean, I can speak to that in one respect. The first football game of the year in like September, uh, the post-game conversation I had up here in the media lab was what launched this podcast. Um, and I think that's kind of what it – I, I don't know what the original conversation was, but it's like the you guys, you both are always just there for advice. And uh, I think I, the question was, I'm like, do I think I asked you, I'm like, does anyone ever use that podcast studio? And you're like, not yet. He's like, but we can start it. And you could start next week. I'm like, bet. So <laughs> now it didn't. It it took three weeks, but yeah, I, it took I about three weeks. Yeah, what yeah. a slacker. There was yeah. at least two failed episodes to start that, and then we then it got okay. Then we got moving, and that's a relative statement. Well, I think also though, I mean, and people that obviously run radio, but if you look up on the glass that separates the two rooms, I mean, we've had a really just broad spectrum of kids in here. Um, we've got kids that record their vocals for GSP. Um, we've got when we do. Um, any of the plays some of the characters will come in and they'll do their individual lines just you know as part of their portfolio and you know alex will come in and he'll mix in there and so i mean there's a this has become a very 
usable space and it's used much more than it was when we initially installed it for sure oh yeah you guys have to sign the sign the glass yeah i just thought about that sign the window i had not thought to, about that till not now. to mention the red xlr cable it's, it makes everything so much like <laughs> it makes it just stand out that was a great touch i mean i didn't think pink was a good response and red was or about, even just most xlr cable is black i mean i think pink would have been okay pink uh, well I went with red, and there's a lot of red, so that's where we're going to stick with. It's definitely definitely better than black. I can certainly agree with that. There's enough XLR cable. That took, I don't even know how long. Too long? Too long. Yes, too long. Is that when you learned how to use the, uh, with with this room, was when you learned how to like use the caulk gun and stuff like that to glue all this stuff to the wall? Yeah, because I would be in here um, usually... Every planning period, um, and then my video editing class, especially while I would do the lesson and they would be working, I would be supervising them while also caulking and putting things up and <laughs> um, working in this room with the door open, and they would just come by, I need help, and I'd put the caulk down. <laughs> and walk out, yeah. <laughs> That's in the, like, the same class where you, I mean... I think this is one of the few times in my life where I've been able to see my even just myself get so much better at something because if I think back, I'd like to think I'm a pretty good video editor now, but like I was yes, struggling. I think you are. Yeah. I would struggle at the start of this with editing like the small project she would give me in her class. And like, that's I think the, the fir- point of school. Like I remembered the L cut or whatever was so hard, but that's like the, I'm going to end up using that. Like, to be honest, like, I'm not going to have to find a natural logarithm next year if I can think about it. Sorry, math teachers. I mean, it's the the truth. I guess maybe English is something. You were an English teacher. And I've said that before. You mentioned it earlier. I cannot see you as anything other than, like, what you do now, like, as an English teacher. Yeah, it's, um, a lot has changed for sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know. Like I said, I was gone for two years. I had a had a motorcycle accident, um, and so I was gone for two years. And a lot of things have changed since then, um, just from kind of stepping back and and I don't know. It just teaches you a, a lot of different lessons. So yeah, I mean, people. I've always been surprised when people say they're scared of me or I make them nervous. I'm not really sure how that happens. I don't know um, why you're surprised. I, I, yeah, I don't understand how you don't see it. I really don't. I mean, I, it's really a compliment when you think about it. I, I don't know. But the people that know me, like, I, I don't think, I mean, I think you can speak to this. I don't think you consider me. If you got angry, I'd be scared. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I've only seen that like once, so that's true. I yeah, one I think time. too is because like you are in a position where like you're not the teacher, but you're around all the time, and like you don't really talk much and let me do, do my thing, and like you're just quiet. And then I would we bet argue if we took a poll of, of one of her classes, are you scary? M- most people would say you are. We, sh- <laughs> we you should do that now. You should do that. I should do that. An, an, an anonymous poll. <laughs> And see what the results are, because I would bet most people would, because I was, and I'm not a small person. You're I not, really I was going to say I'm five ten. I weigh 165 pounds, and <laughs> I do not understand how anybody would consider it. Like, I don't know, but you know what? I I did though. I enjoy being in the classroom. Um, 
I mean, it, it was, and I did. I taught English, and it was, I mean, I did. I really liked being there, and I liked the environment. But I, it was time. I mean, I moved to the district office before that wreck, and so I just feel like it was a natural progression um, to come in and start working with teachers. So, yeah, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with where I am right now. And I will say you still do get to teach. You teach the photography side of digital imaging. And That's true, yeah. So digital imaging, he teaches the photography side with the actual cameras in your hands, and I teach the Photoshop part because I know nothing about how to use a camera, and he knows nothing about Photoshop. So, so it works out well. It works that, out. Light, Lightroom is the best. Yeah, Photoshop, I'm not about it. Lightroom <laughs> is much easier. I, I can enjoy that. I can agree with you there. I know nothing about Photoshop, but... And I think that's one of the things, too. I'm not a good photographer. Like, I really don't know what the settings and stuff mean. Yes, that's obvious but when you try to shoot volleyball. <laughs> those get that. Not, not those many of those. very good. No, not. They're, they're okay, though. There was, like, one out of every 150 that I would consider a, to be a good picture. Yeah, you have a heavy trick. <laughs> You have a heavy trigger finger because you can just hear it rattle off about 30 frames in about three seconds. Well, we had a student at an event the other night when did Preston shoot 900 pictures. Yeah, he came in and oh, he's wow. like, I have 900 pictures and he kept 70. 70? He yeah. kept 70 of them. And then Sam took five, around 500 and she hadn't had a chance to go through hers yet. But yeah, I mean, I do, I don't, you know, teaching the photography, I do like working with kids with that too. Um, and you know, we with covid it's been a little bit different um because you don't have i guess it's a little more restricted in terms of what you can do and you know of course you have to clean the cameras every time and you know clean equipment and then when they you know get them back in the cases and all that so it's it's a little bit more challenging i mean but that's true of corona and covid anywhere is more challenging time when you have classes like this time is so important and cutting away time out of any class is going to be hard. Right. That's the one thing. And I think, you know, I think we'll kind of close this whole, you know, session. We'll call this the segment um, <laughs> with the one thing that Mark told me in the, in that room. He was sitting there. He looked at me. And uh, this is before I even I before if I didn't know if I wanted to do anything with media or not. Like I'd just taken one class. And he's like, you were all about some band. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't, I really just didn't know. I was at like a crossroads with like, did I love band or was I like falling in love with something else? So I didn't know what was up. And Mark just was like, you were like, he would like laid out like on the desk with his fingers and stuff. He was like, he was counting them out. He's like, this is all the different things you can do with this program. And I've tried to run with as many of the different things as possible. And uh, you almost I remember when I called you that day to become, hey, we need an announcer. Who am I going to call? You almost said no because you were coming from band. I was at a jazz band. You were like at jazz band stuff and you almost said no because you were like, I've got band. I've got a jazz band practice. And you're like, well, it doesn't start till six. I'm like, never mind. It ends at five. Yeah. But I remember you saying like band and almost picked band over that, too. I almost did. And I'm, I could even ask Mr. Lovell now. He told me I made the right decision. So, well, I, I so I'm going to say this, and somebody probably will. I don't know. But this is, I would consider you probably the most versatile student that I can I can remember. I, I mean, I don't agreed. I don't think anybody would 
would disagree with that. I mean, the and, and I've kind of joked with you when you go to Nebraska because they're going to look at you as a freshman, mm-hmm. and they're probably going to hand you like something that we would hand a freshman that's never taken a media class, and you're going to look at it like I. No, I need something better. <laughs> and so it's going to be, you know, you may have a little bit of a learning curve, but the fact is you're going in with so many tools that it's not going to take them long to see just how, you know, how important you're going to become at that school. Most high school students don't have a podcast or announcing baseball games or radio um, radio or anchoring newscasts like on their resume already. Radio for three sports, too. I was right. going to say, yes, a radio for basketball. Yeah. Three, three sports. sports. Three sports, football, yeah. basketball. And well, I didn't want this to turn into the brag on me, but <laughs> I was going to no, I mean, what did you expect it to do, Renee? Well, no, I, but, the, I mean, I think the point is, I mean, this is your last episode, you know, with this podcast, and we're going to continue it on, and, you know, Preston's going to come in. That's and, right. But I think people need to know just how much you've grown and and what you're capable of and i I just think where you're headed i I don't know anybody that's going to be prepared to take in a freshman like like you are um you know i just think that you it's really going to surprise them and and you're headed to the you know the big 10 so you're i mean definitely in the right spot yeah it's definitely a significantly bigger pond (laughs) and we're going to take all the credit for whatever you do anyway so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it'll be like yeah like i did that thank you i did you. that i called you that day yeah what? when you're famous and yeah, coming not, back to i'm not talking to anybody you just I'll be i like, remember yes. mark made a tweet about that conversation because i think he was like proud of himself because he like saw something switch in my head it did and then i i wasn't thinking about what i wanted to do at that point which sophomore year seems like so long ago now Oh yeah. God! It, that just is like the does, fact it does that feel like we so require long any sophomores now. to like. And I know I'm the career and technical education teacher, so I'm not supposed to be saying this, but the fact that we want people as freshmen to decide what to do with for the rest of their life um, is crazy to me. Well, and then you have um, people ask you every day of your life, right? Since as like someone two who years old. had majored in something not in my chosen career field, and then had one career before having a second. Um, because my major is in political science. Like, it has nothing to do with anything. So, um, to think of a high school... And in high school, I wanted to be a nurse at one point. That would like, have been a terrible mistake. Oh, oh, my God. Thank, oh, my God. Thank goodness for health career classes, because they taught me that I could not stand it. Because, yeah, it was bad. What, she would have had to use the... Uh, I passed out at one point. She would have had to use the sticker things. thing. Like oh the, yeah. So, I mean, the fact that we're asking high school freshmen to, like, pick their career for the rest of your life, and half the time I see it, most of the time, like, hopefully, uh, most of the time when people graduate, I'm hoping that they will take something out of my classes, and just the confidence of being able to, like, talk in front of a camera or ask people interview questions, like, those kind of things out, and with you, I know that it's more than that. Like, this is actually what yeah, you I don't to do. I figured, like... I was all in freshman year to, I was going to be, do something musically in my life. And then, I don't know, it's, as I keep getting more experience and I, I just ended, I've ended up bragging on myself, but as I keep doing more, um, I, I don't know, it just keeps feeling more and more right. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm going into next year and like this show has been some, I, 
like I'll be honest, being a podcast host and all that stuff is not necessarily like the passion in my life, but it's a challenge of something that I'm glad I've done. And even I know like Jameson, you've never taken in my classes. Like I was shocked the first day you showed up. I was like, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> She's like, why? She, she like, texted me. Why is your brother here? Yeah. Why, why is, is this fat, here? fat and hairy kid here? <laughs> like, and you're not going to be doing any, like you're not majoring in this. You're not doing any of this. Mm. Like this isn't what you want to do, but hopefully like you have sat here for hours and talked into a microphone. And hopefully you will take something out of that. Talked seemingly in 30, the void. Yes, at 30 weeks of episodes. So, I mean, it's yeah. just a good experience to be able to talk to people about things they do, uh, particularly yeah. people that you normally don't hear from, like the, the food service person or like the, the secretary of state of your state. Like, they're not people you hear from and you don't like, it's hard to appreciate them or n- even know what they do sometimes. So it's definitely been a very good experience. And I'm that, definitely very happy. The secretary of state, I that could was, do that. That was a moment when I heard he was from Paducah. I'm like, oh, I'm making that happen. Like, <laughs> and I heard he graduated from Reedland. Yeah, you're not bragging on yourself at all. No, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sure his off his office. I've said this before. Whenever uh, I emailed them, when she finally responded to me, her name was Haley, and I, at least she was nice. But she's like, we got your many emails, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> And he would be, or he would be, or he is willing to come on your show. I'm like, well then. At least I taught you persistence. Yeah. Go after that interview subject. There's definitely been other people he's done that to that he did not ever get a response from. Yeah. But I mean, one person did, so I guess it worked. It worked one time, so it was worth it. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know who your other people that didn't come, but if you're going to top the Secretary of State, I'd... Yeah, okay. There's not many. We have There's not had There's one that I can think of There's that, like, one that you got real close to and then never heard from again, but that would have topped it, but it's, it's all right. The, that was, I'm not going to name the names, fact that, but that was the equivalent of being ghosted. Yeah, like, you were ghosted. They were, it, they were responding to my emails, being proactive. It was, yeah, it was bad. And then all, I was like, I think I came into your class. I'm like, they stopped responding to me. Yeah. I'm going to be on. I have no idea who you are talking about, so <laughs> it was a don't don't know about a that United but. States senator, so yeah, not one from our state either. Okay. Good. Yeah, not not one of yes. ours too. Not not one of our senators. Not yeah, not not from the state of Kentucky, but still cool. We'll leave it at that. Um but yeah, not many people would top getting that and to his credit um, I asked for 15 minutes, and he gave me 33. And he didn't know that y'all were in high school. I tweeted something later, and he was like, "They were in high school." Yeah, no, too. Like, These are like high he had no kids? idea. You you said something like from two kids that can't. Yeah, vote. from ki- two kids who couldn't vote yet, and he was like, "What?" Yeah, and then like that, <laughs> it turned into like I tweeted at one point. Secretary Adams is cool, like. I tweeted one point that the indoor percussion won the Kentucky State Championship, and then he like quote tweeted it. It was like it was like the the little medal emoji number one, and then like Paducah and the cool. drum. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was so funny, and I'm like, well, so I mean, that all none of this would have happened without this podcast and um, the first episode ever. Uh, I think you guys were a little bit like judging me whenever I said that the superintendent was coming on for the first show ever. And you're like, are you really trying to start like 
that big and like you could embarrass yourself in a sense like well I, i'm was, not wrong here like i think okay so if we're gonna go back to that i guess one of the things it wasn't that you were going big it was just we did not expect you to go directly to the top person in the school district because you really didn't have any experience with interviewing people or having a lengthy conversation. And so it was kind of like, um... Yeah, getting good questions, five, six questions when doing an interview for the newscast is way different than having a conversation with someone for an hour, but 25 minutes. He'd also, minutes. he'd also talked to people in his life before, so he knew how to talk. But not everyone knows how to talk. Well, We were wrong. And I'll yeah. fully admit that we were completely wrong in even thinking about it. But you, can you have your that finger. recorded, yeah. right? I, have the one that I told <laughs> I mean, you yesterday. I want that one moment where I can say Mark was wrong. I, we were. It. I was. I I can admit that I was wrong about that. So was she. So would have. I mean, no one in their right mind would have said, "Okay, this guy's never had a podcast before. He's never really interviewed him, and we're going with the superintendent." But like we were thinking you were going to get like your favorite teacher. We had talked about <laughs> yeah. like the cafeteria ladies. Like we had talked about like so many things. You, you completely bypassed that and came in the next day. Like I'm going to talk to the superintendent tomorrow. And it wasn't even like tomorrow. Like like yeah, you'd already, you'd already right. had it scheduled. You like, had it set up. Like I didn't set it up for you. Like I expected to have to be like setting up stuff for you. Like no, nothing at all. And to the credit of our superintendent, and, and again. I said this in the very beginning that they are the reason we are as successful as we are. I mean, hundred percent agree. I did. I don't really. I don't know of another district that really has this kind of program, other than I think we talked about Highlands. Yeah, um, Highlands, but they don't have podcasting and all that kind of stuff right. too. Like they do a little bit, but they don't have it like we do. But I, I what we have is is from them and the fact that the superintendent comes down and, and if you've met him i mean he's an extremely easy guy to talk to he's very approachable and I mean, you could just see that when you interviewed him i mean he yeah. was and what we've ended up having him on the show like two or three times didn't we yeah i mean mm-hmm. we this whole year has been a whirlwind of we've had to go virtual ab like went virtual again or so like at one point we couldn't even interview him out here right uh, oh yeah, we had to go interview him. In, he he told us he's Bristol. like, well, we should probably set an example and not do it in the building, right? And so he came and met us out at Bristol, and uh, but yeah, you're exactly right. I've I've never once had anyone in the district that I tried to get on the show, not want to do it or have any reason why they couldn't do it. They were always willing to uh, talk, and I think that's one of the things that Jameson and I have really liked to or. One of the things that we're proud of is that not everyone gets asked about what they do on a day-to-day basis, and most people are willing to talk about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've you've interviewed quite a few people, like you said, from our district. Um, food services came in, and I think she was – she seemed very eager to me to answer any question you wanted. She was definitely very – I mean, they've all been very willing to talk about it. And these are, these are the people that – I mean, they make the whole district work, right? And they're behind, you know, everything that happens, and they're never the, you know, they're never right in front of you. But like I said, I can't, and I know I can just going on, but I really can't. We this would not have been possible, and this has been ongoing um, for quite a few years now. Yeah, I've 
more than just this show, like me personally, I've never felt unsupported by anyone higher up with what I'm doing. And it's just, I, I said it today in my outro, I feel like I'm going to the greatest high school in Kentucky. Um, and I'm just so glad to have been a part of this. Now we are running short on time here. Uh, we're kind of in our final couple minutes of the show here. Um, and I will thank both of you again, because without, you know, the late night, whatever football game or post football game chats that we've had, or, um, you know, pulling me out of class to talk in the whatever, I don't think I would be anywhere around what I am now. And I was this, this close to not doing anything media related. And, uh, it was just by sure luck that you had a media class, wasn't it? Yeah, that... Well, that was a, we've mentioned that too, was that I just got thrown into a media class and ended up loving it. That's what happens with half the people that That's gonna say. end up loving it. So when we talked about how much there was to do with this pathway in it of itself, like, I'm just so glad that I've been a part of it. And there's pretty much something for everyone to do um, or, you know, some sort of thing for anyone to do. And so I just want to thank you guys. Like, it's been a complete it's been a ride it's been fun and it's kind of it's really sad to see it coming to an end but you know the future for me and for jameson like i'm glad i dragged him along this because i couldn't imagine doing this show with anyone other than the person who lives 10 feet from me in my house so <laughs> um once again thank you to you both i'm gonna try not to get emotional here so somebody else start talking that's all right <laughs> you can stop because and i'm gonna start talking to chrissy may tear up a little bit tomorrow's gonna be no. tomorrow's gonna be bad for you guys just because you know you get to watch your last newscast um you know i'll cry probably ending tonight like, I, more than likely yes you're a bit of a crier i didn't tear up until the underclassmen <laughs> started tearing up today once like juniors started crying today i was like i'm done like i'm done i was i was amazed by that like that, I mean, the two. I look over while I'm doing my sign off, and like Preston is tearing up, and then Abby walks in, and she looks tearing up. I'm like, "You're making this way worse for me." <laughs> and then Maddie couldn't go to fifth period because she was crying. Yeah, that I'm realizing that other people that like I haven't even been all four years with, like, care about this specific group of seniors that much. Yeah, I said it today in the social media post, but like, I don't know yet how to say goodbye to you guys. Because this is my first class, like from I met both of you guys at all freshman, of, sophomore, had them all four years. And I think I've always said, like we've always said, like if you come to us wanting to do something, we're gonna do whatever, do whatever you can we to can make to make that happen. And I think one of the things with you that people don't realize is, yes, we pushed you along some way and threw you out the door and stuff, but a lot of it was you coming to us and being like, "Hey, what about this?" Like, you asked to be on I, the radio, didn't you? No, I don't know if I asked to... Well, I don't I, remember how that work, happened. I know I mentioned something like it would be cool to broadcast radio or broadcast sports, and I didn't know if it had to be... And then it ended up working out to where Eric was totally willing to I mean, help, me, help that, that aspect. That conversation between Eric and Mark had already happened, I think, years and years before that, and we just finally found the right student. But it was like another thing. It was like, you gave me a computer, like... And that's you got to give that back. I do. You didn't give it to me. You you more or less let me borrow it. But I think that that came out of like a, as a complaint almost to Mark. I'm like, we have all this stuff on the like we do all these basketball games, and it's just a graphic and a camera. 
Yeah. And like in a replay or something. And we never have any other graphics and like we ha- never have other graphics. The ads are boring. Like, and here's your MacBook. Go change and it. And he's like, <laughs> you're more than welcome to fix that. And, and, you, like, and you did. And he's like, take this. And then I'm like. Because that's how we fix things is. You tell somebody. Someone complains. And we said, here oh, you go. Here's the here. tools to fix it. But you have to work to fix it. And yeah, we've that's that whole aspect of it has gotten a lot better. And that's the learning process that I hope that even people who don't. <laughs> We're definitely over on time now. Oh, yeah, probably. We Go are, through media. Um, I'll have to cut takes that is that you know, now know how to do that. Like you see a problem and you now know how to go out and fix it. But um, yeah, you're exactly right about that. And uh, we are out of time on the main report today. Um, and that'll be this is the conclusion of season one of the main report. As we said last week, the show this show is not going to end with Jameson and I. It is being continued on. And I know Preston is in talks with other people uh, who's going to be his co-host. And uh, I'm excited for him to keep that, keep this show going and his future is bright as well. Um, but for Jameson and I, it's the end of the road. It we've is. made it 30 episodes. Um, we can't thank any, you know, we've been on the radio for 14 or 15 episodes. We've come a long way and the journey is over. And once again, I can't thank you, Jameson, for sticking with me enough. Um, thank you for having me on here, Brittany. Yeah. And that is it for this week's uh, episode of The Main Report and this season of The Main Report. For Jameson Evers, I'm Brendan Evers. So long, everybody. <laughs>